When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This time, the give up, the keep. And skirting left end is Lamar Jackson. Inside the 25, first down to the Pittsburgh 21. Needed seven, got 13 on that play. Yeah, that's right. Lamar Jackson. Former NFL MVP, the guy that is the uh, straw that stirs the drink of the nasty birds over there in Baltimore. Yeah, uh, he's that's the number one reason why I think the Steelers are going to win is he's not going to play. You know, the since 2020, the Ravens are one in five without. Uh, yeah, hit him with the stat, baby. Yeah, they're one in five without Lamar Jackson. You know, he's kind of like their. A little bit like um, T.J. Watt. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think that's a our fair TJ comparison. Yeah. yeah, without him, you know, Wes. When I, I look at that, and I think, you know, number one, um, right now, this this offense is not percolating at high gear for the Ravens. You take a look at it. Right, in, their offense, their wide receivers have accounted for about 1,100 yards of receiving yardage. Wow, that's not much. That but is you not. take the whole, all the tight ends, put them together, they're around 1,100 too. Wow. You know, yeah, no, it's 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 unique in the way that they get that done. It, it really is. It they is. Um, are very effective at moving the ball. They're very effective at running the ball. They just maybe not in the traditional sense that everybody you know expects. Exactly. So, I mean, the biggest weapon, if you ask me, is Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is uh, the leading receiver by 276 yards. I mean, think about that. The tight end is leading all pass catchers in receiving yardage on the Ravens. By two hundred, nearly three hundred yards, and he even missed a game, you know. But I mean, that's like uh, okay. It just lets you know that they're struggling with their wide receivers. They don't have uh, some of the guys they've had in the past, you know, um, the Hollywood Brown, that sort of guys. That you know, um, I, I like the fact that I think that you know they're they're going to have to try to run the ball, and they are the number two rushing uh, team in in the NFL. But the problem is their leading rusher. That being Lamar Jackson, uh, he's out. Yes. <laughs> Most likely, anyhow. Yes. He hasn't been officially, officially, but apparently it looks more and more likely that it's going to be Tyler Huntley. And certainly, you know, you take if you think about that, I mean, you're taking their top passer. Yep. You're taking their top rusher yep. out of the equation. That's going to be a little bit difficult, especially when you consider that in Huntley, Tyler Huntley's five games he appeared in last year, he turned the ball over seven times. And took 18 sacks. Jeez. 
<laughs> Jeez. It's, 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 it's not quite the same. You know, you and I discussed a little bit yesterday how the Ravens have done a good job of, you know, they've always had a Lamar-like style backup. Yes. You know, that w- whether it be RG3, whether it be Tyler Huntley, they, you know, they haven't gone from a Lamar Jackson to a Matt Ryan type, I think was the example that I Correct. made that I made yesterday. But you're but you're still right. I mean, there like there is there's not Lamar. I mean, there's not Lamar on this roster other than himself. There's I mean, heck, there's not many guys around the National Football League that have the skill set that he possesses. I mean, Wolf, think about this. In uh, in 12 games that he's played this year, Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. he's got 3,000 yards altogether, right? If you combine his his over 2,200 yards passing and his right. over 700 yards rushing, he's got a little over 3,000 yards total okay. and 20 touchdowns accounted for in 12 games. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of guys would sign up for that in a season, you yeah. know? <laughs> and, and he's got that in 12 games. I mean – Averages seven yards per per completion. Averages nearly seven yards per rush attempt. Seventeen touchdown passes. Three rushing uh, uh, touchdowns on the season for Lamar. You know it, he, man, he's he's got a unique skill set, and I, I'm with you. That is that's a big loss for Baltimore. And and as you stated there to start that that one in five number here over the last few years, I think is is all the further evidence you need. They are just. They are not the same team with with him not under center, and you know that's why he's been MVP before. That's why they've made the playoffs every single year that he's been healthy. Yeah, because he is he is the, the late great Tunchuk and our brother would always say he's that good. He's that good. <laughs> yeah, he is, and I know. That, listen, I know that that's tough for some people to admit. All right, but the other teams allowed to have good players too. There's there's no doubt about <laughs> it. You know, uh, I look at this and you just go, okay. Uh, and so if he's not able to go. Then you got to take a look at the rest of the crew. And, you know, Tyler Huntley, again, he's a small ball guy. You know, he throws the ball laterally. He throws the ball behind the line of scrimmage. He throws short routes. Um, you know, he, I think he's averaging 5.8. You know, that's quite a bit down Yeah. Uh, for a, a, a flamethrower, a guy that can throw the ball pretty good. Um, he, he He's one of those guys that kind of flicks the ball. He, and you watch it, and, he, and it goes – I think he throws off his rear foot a lot. At I don't know. It just – Kind of look, watching you know more of the tape and thinking it looks like he keeps throwing off his rear foot. But regardless, um, he's still dangerous. Uh, he's still capable. Now I know Mike had referenced the fact that you know you go into the off season, you got to work on some things, and obviously he's going to be working on it and everything. We'll, we'll see what he's you know changed about his game. But you know if you take a look at last week against Denver, um, you know he was like twenty seven of thirty two and. Now, buck 87, I mean, that's very short yardage, you know, yeah. for that many completions. And you say, well, he got the completions. Yeah, and he, he did lead, a, you know, a, a touchdown drive at the end of the game. Five minutes to go, he brings him, what, 91 yards and takes him down to win the game and uh, so forth. And, okay, but, you you know, it's going to be the same rules, of the basically the road rules of, of Lamar Jackson. And one of them is going to be hit him every chance he can get. Yep. You know, when he – when he when he walks, you know, if you're walking by him, you know, hit him. <laughs> you, know? you got you can't be like an animal. You can't be Le- like you know, legally, of course, legally, right? yes. Not you if you're walking le- by him in warm-ups, ninety yeah, minutes before the game. That's probably you know? not a good idea. That'll get you in trouble. That'll get you in the hoose cow, you know. But certainly, you want to hit this guy. Um, they've got a pretty good offensive line. If I wonder if. Ronnie Stanley will be back. He practiced at what Wednesday or something. Yeah. Maybe? So you know what you Thursday? you want to take. Why don't we do that here? Actually, we haven't discussed that. You want to take a look uh, at the Ravens injury report here. I think it's a good idea. 
Um, let's see. Way to go, Mr. Producer. Yes, thank you. Now. <laughs> Mr. Producer, Mr. Co-host, Mr. This, Mr. That. You're all those things. Hey, now you're going to make me blush over here, you know? <laughs> you got you got so many hats. No, you're going to make me blush over here. Uh, let's run through. Uh, we'll run through the Ravens injury report here real quick. Uh, okay. Clayus Campbell didn't practice yesterday, but that was a rest yeah. reason. Not, that, not, was a, that was a Captain Campbell. Uh, same, same with Justin Houston and same with Devin Duvernay. Okay. Okay. So those guys all did not practice yesterday, but it was a it was a rest decision, not not injury related. Lamar Jackson again not officially ruled out, but he has not practiced all week, and reports are that he's going to be out anywhere from a week to three weeks. So I think we'd all be very surprised um, if 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 he was under center on Sunday. Certainly, uh, offensive tackle Patrick McCarl uh, did not practice. Is on, it Macari? Or it's Macari. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, it's an I on the end, not an L. Yes, thank you. See, that's why I need your eyes there. You know, the best part is I, I so infrequently get to correct anybody else. Everybody's always correcting me. <laughs> yeah, you take you take advantage. <laughs> I take advantage when I can, baby. Uh, he was he's uh, did not practice Wednesday. Was limited yesterday. He's questionable with a toe injury. Ooh. Okay. Uh, also, I should say Marcus Peters, the the talented corner that we were discussing. He has not practiced, but again, that's being labeled as a rest decision. Nothing injury okay. related. Uh, Delshawn Phillips, the linebacker, has been limited all week with a quad injury. Okay. Patrick Queen, who we've discussed here uh, certainly today and yesterday, he has been limited all week with a thigh injury as well. He is questionable. Oh, 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 that's right. I forgot about it. Yeah. He went down and then me, they me, took him off. Yeah, and they, me too. I, yeah. I forgot about that until we until we peaked at this. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, who we've discussed as well too, talented offensive tackle. He was a full participant on Wednesday and then limited yesterday, Wolf, with that hmm. ankle. So interesting, maybe yeah. not quite trending in the right direction, but he's still listed as questionable as well too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Christian Welch, linebacker. He got a concussion last week. He's been limited in practice the past two days. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, another talented offensive lineman. He is listed as questionable. He has not practiced yet this week with a knee injury. No Wolf. kidding. And he's a very good guard. He so is a very good Not guard. only him, Ronnie Stanley, both, uh, they're listed as questionable for, uh, for, uh, for Sunday and uh, defensive back Daryl Worley, of course, my brethren from the one and only West Virginia West University. Virginia. I knew I knew that name. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has not practiced all week with a hamstring injury, and he is listed as questionable as well, too. There is your Baltimore Ravens injury report. Okay. You know what? Why don't we just roll on with the uh, Steelers, too? Oh. You got the Steelers? I mean, because Deontay Johnson didn't practice yesterday. Uh-oh. Yeah, he dun, did dun, not practice. Dun, dun, dun. He's got a little hip going on now. You know, he's only missed two of 61 games. You know, he was drafted back in 2019, and in that time, only two. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. remarkable. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a history of that's pretty good. toughing so, it out. So, yeah, so some some not-so-positive indicators on the Steelers' side as well, too. Let's Let's start there. You mentioned Deontay Johnson. He was limited in practice on Wednesday, did not practice on Thursday. Okay, so that's... So his status is up in the air. Yep, that's trending wrong. Okay. Also, unfortunately, trending in the wrong direction, status up in the air for Sunday, is our reigning defensive player of the year, TJ Watt. Ooh. He was limited on Wednesday, did not practice yesterday with those rib injuries. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ribs are tough. Ribs they're, are tough. They're tough on a, on a defensive lineman because they get chipped a lot. They do. You know, they... Especially TJ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's... 
Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna leave a mark in the morning. That's gonna leave okay. a mark. Uh, Cam Hayward did not practice, but that was a rest decision. Right. No, no injury concerns there. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi, he's dealing with that toe. He has not practiced yet this week. DNP on Wednesday and Thursday. Can I tell you that is so painful? Oh, if you've I'm never sure. had it, what we used to call turf toe, and this was back in the. 80s when turf toe really became prevalent because it was like you'd hyperextend your big toe because the turf was so hard and somebody would fall on the back of your foot and it would press the heel forward cool you know and your toe well jack lambert dislocated his big toe that's why he retired you know when you got turf toe that was it's so painful man because your toe just the, the big toe just swells up and the you know the knuckle you know, the yeah. big toe. Oh, my heavens. I mean, you have to tape Ooh. that down so it can't hyperextend. And you got to do that every single day. And I don't know if that's what Larry's got. I just thought that, uh, you know, probably with the with the toe, that, that that's painful. That is so painful. Matter of fact, I'll tell you even a funny story, though, since I mentioned Lambert and everything. Uh, I had a uh, ingrown toenail, right? Friday, I, I, I come in Friday and uh, – I'm sorry, Saturday before the game – and I had, I didn't sleep at all Friday. I mean, you know, it just throbbed, you know, so you got that really bad sleep. So I go in to see the doc, right? Doc sits me up on the table. I got my leg up there, and there's my toe, and it's just pulsating. And so he shoots it right in the tip of the of the big toe. Ooh. I mean, that needle going straight in, as you know, as you look at a big toe, uh, you know, halfway, you know, underneath the – it wasn't underneath the nail. It was right into the toe. Ooh. And I'm telling you what, that 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 made me have gription on that on the table I was sitting on, man. I almost tore the, the, the table up. But anyhow, I'm sitting there and then he says, All right, rest for about five minutes. Or just sit there for about five minutes, let the medicine take care of the pain and, and then we're gonna cut the toenail out. I mean, literally, he's gonna cut down one third of it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He starts cutting and I can feel everything. Right. And I'm about ready. I'm sitting there. I'm going, I'm about ready to go. No, we're not doing this. You're going to get, either you give me another shot or we're done here. And Jack Lambert walks in. Now, Lambert walks in and he's standing behind the dock and he's looking over the shoulder. And he looks at me and he goes, Go ahead, scream. Come on, you girl. Come on, <laughs> you big wuss. You go ahead and scream. I de- go ahead. I scream. know you Cry. want to. And I am like, I'm like, I, I am not going to scream in front of Jack Lambert. Jack Splat, are you kidding me? No way am I doing that, baby. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I clenched my teeth. I bit my lip. I think Ooh. I was bleeding. Uh, it was so bad. It hurt so bad. And Lambert kept going, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Scream. Go ahead. You want to scream. Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh, you talk about a big Ooh. toe that went bad. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, you got me squirming. Oh. Man. Toes are one of those, like, toes, fingers, your extremities. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always any time you have to – I you'll appreciate this, Wolf, all right? Back in my football playing days. Oh, yes. In ninth grade, I shattered my pinky. Did you really? I mean, like, I had to have reconstructive surgery. I had to have a pin in it, you know, for, like, a, a month or two. Um, I only played, like, two games that year, and then I missed the rest of the season. I mean, my pinky literally looked like a worm. Like it was, it was dangling off of my off of my hand. Well, how got did it. you get it? So how'd you, I, how'd I played, it, what I, happened? I played tight end, right? Okay. And I went to block somebody, and it got stuck in his face mask. 
Ah, and yep. just I mean, ju- it it got my 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 left hand pinky just got completely destroyed. I mean, oh, I I had man. to have total reconstructive surgery on it. That was my last year playing football because I did play football and I liked football, but I loved hockey and I was a much better hockey player. <laughs> and that caused me to miss a bunch of our hockey season as well too. So that was my last year. Where I was like. Man, I'm getting too banged up playing football. I'm just going to stick to hockey, all right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, ninth grade. And, I mean, you can, you know, I'll have to show you during break, all right? I got my scar. I mean, I still, you look at my pinky. I have a huge scar down my pinky. I have probably 80, 85%, you know, movement with it, but not not full range and everything. Um, there's wow. just There's something about your extremities. It just, it your toes, your fingers. You it know what? Your ears, too, I've noticed. Like, ear pain is always the worst. Why does it hurt so bad? It just does. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it hurts, I tell you. It hurts. It hurts. You know, I have a friend of mine I played with in uh, Minnesota. Brian will be a huge offensive tackle. Great guy. Great, great excellent player. Um, he's he was on a collision course with a guy, and he puts his hands up, and they go boom like you know two big rams. He's like six foot eight, three hundred and fifteen, twenty five pounds, something like that, and they go bam, and his hand got caught in between his helmet and the guy he was hitting. Ooh, and I mean Ooh. he smashed his finger. And this is no lie, and I hope people don't get too squeamish about this. He goes, he goes to the sidelines after, you know, uh, after the play. They didn't make the first down. He goes to the sidelines. He takes his glove off to look at his finger, and he literally cut off the top of his finger. Oh. It, it, like, it, it, like. Like just, he was like a chef or something who put his yeah, knife, put exactly. the knife in the wrong place. Yes. Yeah. It, it, oh. you know, and he goes, and I go, what did you do? He goes, I took the glove off, and the, my, the tip of my finger comes out of the glove. Oh. You know? He goes, I go over to the trainer. I go, hey. <laughs> they put it on ice. And I go, <laughs> he goes, but I didn't cry. <laughs> I said, oh, good. <laughs> Your finger fell out of the glove, man. Didn't cry, though. <laughs> oh. Took it like a man. Took it like a man. Oh. <laughs> That's just so bad. And then he just looks at him and goes, hey, I didn't cry. Hey, I didn't cry. You cried. I didn't cry. You I didn't, cried. Who cried? You cried. I didn't cry. Oh, man. No, he was in the room when Lambert came in. Oh, my goodness. All right. We, we need to take a break and reload here. We'll be back with more as we come on. Who's got the worst injury? Here? I'm going to come show you, I'm gonna come show you my pinky during this break. Well, We're going to compare injuries. All this and more when we come back in the locker room SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Shotgun snap. Mariota from his end zone. Throws that pass. And it's intercepted. Going to the five-yard line and getting out of bounds is Minka Fitzpatrick. And that seals the deal in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And the Steeler Nation is celebrating. Oh, that was a moment. Oh, I loved it. Minka Fitzpatrick doing what Minka does. Magic Minka moments. Oh, I love him. You know, I mean, he is such a heads-up player, Wes. You take a look at what he's done over the years. It's just, I know, uh, I, I read a report where some somebody said he was, 
one of the more overrated. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I don't know. I think that's that's just sheer stupidity. Some people, some people just want attention, Wolf. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit the uh, Minka envy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mink envy. Yeah, mink envy. <laughs> mink envy. Mink envy. It's all. If you got to get the right. It's hard to get the right emphasis on the wrong syllable, you know? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. You're a goofball, you know that. Well, I do know that. Baltimore, <laughs> I do know that. Wesley, Baltimore is the only team in the league to score 20 or more points in every one of their road games this season. Wow. These guys are uh, pretty good uh, Pretty good at getting on the road, now, getting ho- out there and putting points up. Now, hold on. Did you grab that from your own research, or was that a was that a Matt Stats play Oh, that's there? a Matt Stats. Okay. Well, okay. if I had research, it would be like, how much are the triple burgers, you know, down in, the, you know, uh, what, well, in Baltimore, or something, uh, or cheeseburger Baltimore, yeah. costs seven dollars. Yeah, there you go. Now that's the kind of research I'm only, up for. It's only six fifty. <laughs> exactly. So Matt does a great job of compiling. He does statistics and everything. I mean, that, that really. I don't know how you do that because I just I've, I've I don't have the uh, the computing capacity. You know how he does that? Huh? He spends a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Reading and watching and, oh. and all that about the Stillers and their upcoming opponents. Well, what I like is, see, you, you always need confirmation. And, you know, you watch and you see and then you make your judgments and then you go around. I try to watch it without having any thought process about it. <laughs> I've done a lot of things without having any thought process. <laughs> and, but, I mean, um, you know, you, you want to go in without any sort of preconceived notions about what you're looking at. You know, that's... Let's just see, watch it. Sure. And then you start to draw uh, your own conclusions, and then uh, you go around and you start picking up the statistics and get a look at it. And then that's how you, you know, that's kind of how I put things together. Um, you know, uh, because I don't like, I, I want to see what I see, and then it, I'll be able to confirm it later. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? So sure. yeah. Wait, give me that. Give me, so give me that stat again of Baltimore's offense. Yeah, Baltimore is the only team in the league to score twenty or more points in every one of their road games this season. The only every one team, of their road games. Yes, okay. every one of their road games. Every, the only team in the league. All right. Which I'll give you my favorite uh, statistic too. The Steelers are five and zero oh when they score first, and they're zero oh and seven. Yep. When they don't, and they're the only team in the NFL with that record like that. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. It really is, um, and that's. I mean, I think Wolf that that makes sense. If you're someone who's been locked in with the Steelers on this entire journey, the way that they want to play, the way that their offense is structured, the way that the defense is structured, they they need to play with a lead or at least be on level pegging, right? Right. And, and so I think that that makes sense. You look at the games where the Steelers have been able to score first. They've been able to put up points consistently in first halves when they've done that. And because of that, the the offense can be patient. They don't have to be overly aggressive. Kenny doesn't have to, you know, maybe make some of those uh, turnover risky throws. He can be a little more turnover averse, if you will. Mm-hmm. You can be more patient with the run game. It obviously keeps your defense rested. And in turn, you're not putting your defense in any uh, unopportune situations, right, where you do turn the ball over and then they're out there again right away on a short field. Um, it allows your defense to to do what they want to do in terms of getting after the quarterbacks more often too. Because if you're you know in the lead, as we know, other teams are more inclined to throw the ball because they're playing catch up. That 
that is that's the formula for this Steelers team. You know, and it's it's not a mystery. You know, there's I, I think Baltimore's kind of in that same boat too, right, Wolf? They right. they want to have the lead and be able to be patient with their run game and to be able to stack drives together and, and not have to rush and let their defense be aggressive and go after teams as well too. Um, that's one of those game within the games to to keep an eye on. Uh, the the first quarter, I think you know, like like the first two possessions for each of these teams are going to be important. Yes. You know, can someone score a touchdown? Can someone get ten points? You know, what what do those first two drives look like, uh, and how does that kind of set up how the offenses have to operate from there? Well, it's funny because last year we were we couldn't buy a touchdown in the oh. first quarter. We couldn't buy points in the first quarter, basically. And now it's the third quarter that's kind of been this sort of thing that, you know, it comes a little unraveled in the third quarter, and you're like going, a great googly moogly. you got to be able to do something here, get it fired up. And fortunately, um, it's not the biggest issue going, but it, it has reared its ugly head over a couple of the last weeks, you know. So regardless, it's going to be – this is definitely a team you want to get up on. Neither team is really built for the big come-from-behind sort of, you know, throwing it all over the place. It's not like when Ben was here. Big Ben, you know, he had all those fourth-quarter comebacks, and uh, that's not what you can depend on uh, <laughs> in this in this instance, un- unfortunately. But, again, that's uh, also saying that I'm really excited about what Kenny's done thus far. Yeah. Kenny's done some great things here, and he's going to do more. But as he goes along here and starts to feel more comfortable, I'll tell you the one thing that from last week, that throw to Connor Hayward, oh, that was just – that was awesome. It was. That was a great throw, full stride, hitting them, putting it right where it needed to be, at right at the appropriate moment. And uh, Connor, Connor's got a unique skill set, man. He's um, he's he an interesting guy. He does. Yeah. No, I think he he's and that's that's what you like so much about the tight ends room and and Connor Hayward I guess is not exclusively a tight end, right? But 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 no, I, close for, enough for all intents and purposes. Um, you know, you've got the different skill sets between him and Gentry and Fryermuth and all the Big Ten guys now that I'm thinking about it, right? You got Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State all there in the in the tight end room. Um, they've got different skill sets. I think that was big for Connor Hayward because he's been contributing. He's been doing a lot of the quiet things correctly all year, right, Wolf? When, yes. they, when they've called upon him, when they've needed him on special teams as well, mm-hmm. too. But for him to get a play like that, a touchdown and a big moment, I think that will certainly put a pep in his step, boost his confidence a little bit, like all rookies need, of, hey, you know what? I can do this. I belong out here. I've got a role to play. Let's go Let's go grow this thing now as, as, as the season continues. Um, and for Kenny Pickett as well, too. You know, you and I have, have, have given him a lot of credit for how he hasn't turned over the ball and how he's been smart and how he's managed these games as they've come to him over, over the last four weeks. But you know what, Wolf? Well, he's still a quarterback. Right. He wants to throw touchdown passes, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's that's what quarterbacks want to do. Yeah, they want to win the game, absolutely, and that's what matters more than anything. But make no, you know, make no mistake about it as well, too. They want to throw touchdown passes. And, you know, Kenny to to be able to throw that that strike to Connor Hayward to have that moment. Again, a touchdown in a big moment there in the first half where the Steelers were really able to kind of grab that game by the throat. Um, that's, that's big for Kenny Pickett too, because again, he, he just wants to win like any quarterback, you know, you're smiling if you win, you're frowning if you lose, but at the same time, they want to throw touchdown passes. And it was, I think it was nice for, for Kenny to get one of those in the bank after, after going a few weeks without one. Well, there's no question about it, you know, and the fact that he's not turning the ball over, that he's now using his legs and able to get mobile and contribute to the rushing attack, which he obviously has helped jack up quite a bit. 
Um, these are all, you know, stepping stones in the learning process of becoming a great player. You know, and I the one thing I like about this kid, not the one thing, there's there's a lot of things to like about him, but the fact is he's not afraid to assume the leadership mantle without how do I put it? Um being overly verbose for being a rookie. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what I mean? Sure. He, he, it is, and it's a, t- it's a tightrope you have to walk is. there. Yeah. It is. I, I respect – I watch I watch him in practice. I watch how he interacts with guys. I watch how he talks. You know, just trying to get a feel for what kind of dude he is. And uh, I, I just – I think it's just all thumbs up, man. The, the, the young man is doing the job as he needs to, and he's going to be needed badly this Sunday to do what he's been doing all along, which is – just in the what the last three or four games, each game he's upped his quarterback rating, yep. and I think uh, he just continues on that same line. Because again, this is going to be a great challenge for this him. This is a test; it really yeah, is. It will be between the pass rushing front four and when they bring the blitz, because they don't blitz all that much. But that's not saying that they couldn't. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> sure. You know, sure. you said they go, oh, they don't blitz much, and then they come after you like twenty five times. You know, in a game and and, and light you up. The fact of the matter is, it's something he's got to be aware of. And the fact that they can come from anywhere, oh. anywhere in that back end of the defense is going to put you on red alert, DEFCON 5, you know? Yep. But I, I mean, also – I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it again, too, now. Calais Campbell and JPP and Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen and Justin Houston and Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey and, and Geno Stone. I mean, like – Yeah. They've got uh, Tyus Bowser and Broderick Washington. I mean, they – Oway as well too, who's a nice player. I mean, they've got they've got some talent on that defense. This is this is a real test for for Kenny and the Steelers' offense. Absolutely, you know they play a lot of, th- of the three safety too. You know they play with. Yep. Uh, they got um, Geno Stone. They'll put in Kyle Hamilton. They got Chuck Clark, and they will use that Kyle Hamilton, all six foot four, two and a quarter of that oh, dude. Oh yeah. You know, and you know he, he's he's capable of put, being that hybrid linebacker too. You know, although a little high hip for that. <laughs> a little, little long, but you know that's one of the guys where you, when you get those those lengthy guys, you you can tag them. You know it's it's nice because they don't have the greatest <laughs> anchor. You know what I mean? And and it's it's always nice to palpitate somebody. Oh you know, well, uh, you're speaking from personal experience well, here. You know, you know occasionally, and I've been on the other end of it too. <laughs> Well, you know, we you hope to be the palpitator and not the palpitatee. Uh, listen, Wolf. Everybody <laughs> wants to be the hammer, right? But you play. I think our our Motsi said this before. You play this game long enough, eventually you'll, you're going to be the nail. Yeah. I don't uh, care who you are. I don't care Hall of Fame career. I don't. You know, eventually you're going to be the nail. It's just bound to happen. It happens. You know it. It's going to happen. But you know, I, I look at this defense, and the Steelers are going to have to get after them. Uh, I, I think the running game. Um, is going to be tested. Yeah. Uh, again, um, I I look. I really think that um, screens are something that could be definitely be used here, and the play action. Oh my hell! That's what I'm really looking forward to. You know, yeah. if I, I hope I hope Kenny's under center for some of these, so that you can do a little ball hiding. But those second level guys, Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, they come. I mean, when they when they go, they light that torch. Cool. Boom! They they are they are coming full on. I mean, it's not like they're they're and they've ju- got bad intentions. intentions. Bad intentions. There's no doubt about it. But you know, you watch as as this game goes on. I really think if they can establish that run, and then you start seeing the playing that two safety, and they drop down one 
Uh, then, uh, then all of a sudden you got that opportunity to go yard, you know, uh, single high, let it yeah. fly, yeah. those sorts of things. Uh, it'll be interesting. And one of the guys that I think can could make a difference that could possibly be a contributor, given if Deontay uh, has some issues um, and being able to get in the lineup, Miles Boykin's a, a capable guy, yep. but also Cody White. Remember Cody White? Cody was uh, he played 15 games last year. You know he is uh, a capable wide receiver. I just watch him in practice. He just keeps catching the ball. Yep, that's all. You know, I mean, he's um, he's physical. He's big. Uh, he can put a whackeration on you. He's not afraid to get muddy and dirty. Uh, he's also a special teams contributor. But I do like when I watch that young man. He's eager and he is capable. Yep. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Deontay. But you know what? Why don't we take a break? We'll come back with more. I'm going to discuss and tell you what I think is maybe the single most unique player in this game this Sunday. And unfortunately, he wears purple. But we'll talk about it when we come back. SNR. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Coming down to it, as the Steelers are getting ready to face off against the Dirty Birds from Baltimore this Sunday. We're going to go to the phones here because we got somebody waiting there. That would be Wallace from Ohio. Wallace, you're in the locker room. Hey there, uh, Wolf. How you doing? I'm doing Hello, just uh, fine. What's up, Wallace? Hey. I uh, want to wish uh, Max uh, some good wishes to get well soon. Yes. Uh, all that stuff going around. I had it. My oh, really? My has it. Yeah. Everybody I know has it. So. Yikes. Uh, yeah, that's bad news. But, uh, hey, uh, I got a couple of things. I don't know how much time you have. You got time but, for a couple uh, of things. First thing I wanted to ask you. <laughs> Is uh, I heard something about uh, a ceremony to celebrate the uh, the immaculate reception at the spot where it actually occurred, where the parking lot is yes. now. Do you know anything about that and the details and what time and it's, what day and stuff? It's fr- so th- it's Friday night. It's the night before the game. The game is on Christmas Eve on Saturday. So it is it is Friday. Right. It is Friday night down there. Um, you know, right in front of of Akersher Stadium on the location where where the catch happened. Where there's there's a little monument down there. I'm not sure if you're familiar, Wallace, but it's kind of. Right by Akershire Stadium, in front of Stage AE, there, which is the little concert venue, uh, and that will be the night yeah, before the game. I've ever seen the monument, but I know where that is. Yep, so. yep, it's at the monument That's there. Cool. Uh, Friday night, December twenty third. Okay, yeah, we're coming down the Thursday, so that's cool. Beautiful. Uh, and uh, hey, uh, just wanted to tell you too, you guys, <laughs> you always make me laugh, and you always make me hungry. I'm envious of the the cafeteria you were talking about there, Wolf. I'm telling you, brother, that cheeseburger soup they make down there, that's, uh, man, it's to die for. That's good stuff. I'm getting ready to warm up some gumbo I made a few days ago. So uh, 
That's nice. I'll have my lunch before I go to work. Beautiful. And, uh, and Wes, uh, I got a I got a note from the Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> uh, they say keep up they they say keep up the good work, and uh, they like your use of as well and too in the same sentence. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've got an English critic here. All right. I love it. I love it. Go ahead and spank him, Wallace. Go right ahead, right. buddy. Oh, Very good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Holding us, hey, uh, us honest gotta here. Got to get CR and Juan to start calling in again. I, I miss hearing from those guys, so Absolutely. I want to give them a shout out. And, Very good. Uh, I was surprised I was uh, first in line because I uh, – I was busy. I didn't really get a chance to get on the phone first thing. Well, that's all right. So, we, uh, we we've been a little more we've been a little more uh, covert with the phone call operations here, Wallace. But it, it's it's nice yeah, it's nice I, to uh, hear from you. Partner. You know, it's funny. Uh, Wolf's mic was live while you guys were at break, so I heard him talking about how he keeps forgetting about having phone lines after. Yeah, so it's, it's weird. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure that out. Either. For some reason, when you're like the next one on hold in the system, you can hear us during break. Not every, like that's not going out over the air, but for some reason, yeah, right. you can hear the conversation that Wolf and I are having. I don't know. It's, it's well, all. It's all weird. You, it's all weird in these new them. studios. Oh, okay, you couldn't hear me, just him. Okay, well that's. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's another piece of the puzzle there but you know these these new yeah, studios yeah, it's it's, it's something every day a good thing wolf never so, yeah, says any gotta, bad words wallace yourself. right <laughs> what's that i said good thing wolf never says any bad words we're all right there right you go. right not a problem <laughs> anything else wallace no no just uh you guys have a good afternoon and uh enjoy uh, that gumbo brother that's right for sunday you betcha thanks wallace thank you wallace yep. appreciate yep. you Take my friend easy. you betcha all right, don't be a stranger calling back. Beautiful. All right, we're down to uh, got a couple of minutes here. Going to tell you about the most unique guy that's going to be on that field Sunday. It's really crazy, but Patrick Ricard just he's something. Been watching this guy for a couple of years now. He's six foot three, three hundred pounds of fullback, H back, whatever you want to call him, wherever you want to put him. Um, <laughs> this is a, he's he's like an anomaly, you know. I mean, because they will put him. You've got the pin and pull series. You block down on the front side. You pull the backside guard tackle. You know, one kicks out, one turns up, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they might set him. They might take uh, Ricard and put him on the front side as the kickout guy. And he just runs straight. I mean, 300 pounds. Runs straight at the outside end man on the line. Right. Knocks him out, and they pull somebody from the backside. Or they might use him as the trailer, as he's a backup, maybe from an H-back position. He's on the left side, going to pull across the back of the formation to the right, and he he's the trailer turning up. Or they might use him in the offensive line blocking schematics yep. where they run a scoop block where normally normally there's um, a guard, a center working together, something like that. And instead of the guard, they may have the center and the fullback, Patrick Ricard, working together and move the run the guard straight up on the second level. It's really weird how they use this guy, but they, he is such a physical player and so physically dominant. When he gets hooked up with some of these end-of-the-line guys, now remember, this is a guy that played also nose tackle. They've used him as a nose tackle, so he's a stumpy guy. I was going to say, he might also get you a tackle or two on defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally. He he literally has played nose tackle. I, you know, at times, uh, you you look at him, he is he is uh, 
he's just thick. He's got 21 tackles as a def- as a defender in his career. Really? One this season. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think he's got five carries or five receptions yep. for like five yards. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, if you need two yards, he'll get you two, two yards. yards. If, if you, you need... need four yards, he'll get you two yards. <laughs> exactly. Well played. And that's the way it is. But I, I truly believe I think the Steelers are going to win. I think the Steelers are going to take so the too. Ravens. I Three in a row, baby. Three in a row. You know what I mean? You're down Lamar Jackson. The Ravens are one and five without Lamar Jackson. The Steelers have won, what, did you say three in a row? They've won. Uh, well, it would be this would be three in a row. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, but I mean, they've won the past four oh, games correct, in a row. correct, Over Baltimore, you mean. Yes, yes. and seven out of the last ten. Yes, they, and have, you've got they your have best had that player. Ravens number. Yes, and you've got your best player who is uh, possibly going to be shelved. So, hey, I like it. I think uh, it adds up to a Steelers win, and uh, that's about it. So, having said that, where are we at in time-wise, Wes? We got to go. We got Okay, we got to go. I want to thank everybody for joining in. Uh, we all got to have, uh, you know, say a prayer for Max that he's good and healthy and he makes the trip tomorrow. We miss him. Uh, Wes, thank you so much for sitting in for Max over the last several days. Yeah, and, my, uh, my apologies to the loyal listeners of the locker room. I mean, I know I'm not Max, but I hope I, hope I held his place for you. They love you. They <laughs> love you just like we love you. Okay. And fans, get ready. Get cranked up. Let's get ready to roll. One Woo. o'clock at Acrisure. See you there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.